Okay, welcome to Blank Check. Here are your hosts. Hey, hey everybody. Here's Griffin Newman. Hey, everybody. Uh, my, my name is Griffin. Uh, hi, hi, I'm David. Uh, we're the two friends, hashtag the hey two guys. friends. We're the only two friends who do a podcast together. <laughs> oh, oh, he's patting me on the back. Uh, and this, this is our live uh, Del Close Marathon 18 uh, episode yeah. of a podcast called Blank Check. Uh, Blank Check is made up of mini-series. We like filmmakers, we like directors who have success early on and then get a blank check that they can use to, to do crazy projects and sometimes they fail and sometimes they, they fly. Uh, and I think today we're going to be discussing one of the times where a filmmaker really flies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is giving carte blanche and does something really bold and exciting. So this is our miniseries right now on Cameron Crowe. Yeah, no one's actually heard this no. miniseries yet, but it, we're the, in the middle of it. The fourth episode we've recorded, yeah. but none of them have been released yet. So it's, it's, it, I didn't think of that until just now. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah no, this right. is maybe really, really poorly thought out. But this is uh, a miniseries called We Pot a Cast. Uh, covering the films of Cameron Crowe, and today mm -hmm. we're discussing what I would argue is maybe... Where would you put it? I'd say it's the seminal work. I mean, I'd say it's the essential work. Uh -huh. uh, I'm course... Did you look up the date? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. Okay. I, I, of course, am talking about his 2002 masterpiece, uh, Denim Invasion, mm -hmm. which was a commercial he directed for The Gap, starring Kate Beckinsale yep. and, and Orlando, Orlando Bloom. Bloom. It's a 30-second spot. We're going to discuss that today, and with us to discuss it is a very special guest... Uh, he's a veteran of the uh, UCB theater mm -hmm. and a writer for Huffington Post, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, John Trowbridge is here. Thanks, guys. I really yeah. appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for being here. Yeah, and thank you, audience. This is great. Hey, and, guys. I love it. You know, I'd be remiss if I didn't introduce, you know, some call him the third friend, but that's not that's We've not only correct. got 45 minutes. I know. Yeah, okay. I know, so I'm going to go through this very quickly. Okay. Is he a friend of ours? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I'm a friend. Yeah. <laughs> Hardcore, he's a friend, but he's not one of the two Friends. I don't know why you got to exclude him when you're introducing him. Because you could say hashtag the three pals. Sure. But we're the two friends. Right. He's our third pal. Goes by a couple names. Ben Hosley. Hey, what's up? Hi. Producer oh. Ben. Can yeah. I, can That's, I list a few? That makes sense. Yeah, you want to listen to As a fan, I'd love to. Oh, yeah, yeah please. Give it a shot. So many you can do. Yeah. Uh, the Ben Deucer. Of course. Right. Kylo Ben. Correct. Mm -hmm. The Fuckmaster. Yes. <laughs> it's true. He's not. Uh, Professor Crispy? Don't nope, even. No. And we have an audience <laughs> nope. here for the first time, so we're He's letting a lot Professor of people Chris. into our Don't safe space. Don't try to be funny either. Don't talk fucking to me say about that. Because that that that's, later. Not, that's yeah. not funny. His not audio cool. is crisp, but that's not funny. That's not his nickname. Um, uh, that's all I can remember right now. Uh, well, he also goes by the Poet Laureate, mm -hmm. uh, the yeah. tiebreaker. Uh, birthday, Benny. Your birthday was earlier this week. It Just was, uh, had a birthday. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Mr. Positive, the Haas, the Peeper. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think I've been it, known to peep. This is a good peep. spot for peeping. Too. <laughs> this is a good. We got big windows. Spot. We're in a big loft space. There are a lot of people sitting on inflatable chairs, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Ben's peeping all of them. I am. And uh, you know, if, if, while we have a crowd here, let's make good use of it. If everyone can, in unison, uh, mm. greet Ben with a hearty hello, Fennel. Can we get on the count of three? One, two, three. Hello, hello Fennel. Fennel. Wow. Uh, he's also Ben Night Shyamalan and Ben Sate, uh, and Ben Sate. 
That's okay, a new one. Okay, great. So how much time do we have left? Two minutes? Uh, no, we've got like 40 minutes left. Okay, great. Cool. That's good. That's we're... about as much time as we need for a half a minute movie, right? A hundred percent. Because usually we cover like 90 minute movies and our podcast is five hours long. <laughs> right. Yeah. But this is 30 seconds. So let's, uh, let's sort of set the scene. The year is 2002. Okay? Okay. Crow's coming off of uh, an Academy Award win for Almost Famous. Sure, and then he made Vanilla Sky. Which was a big box office success. Sure, sure. Easily cost. He sailed past 100 mil domestic. Probably yeah. did at least another 100 overseas. Okay. So he's riding high. He's got a big blank check. Mm. And Hollywood turns to him and they go, what do you want to do? <laughs> and he goes, I want to make Gap sing. I want to make those <laughs> denim jeans yeah. really sing to the public. And he gets two of the brightest up-and-coming stars, right? So what's Kate B in at this point? Well, Pearl Harbor was the year before. Right, right. I think Serendipity also came out that year, so that was sure. a big sort of Hollywood anointment year. They right. tapped. Had, she, had she done the Underworld series yet? Uh, I think Underworld is the year after the commercial. Wow. So we're catching spark, her. Spark the Underworld. She's in nice. an interesting place, definitely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> former guest Diana Kolsky is waving to producer Ben. <laughs> For, uh, I got to get her her sandwiches. Oh, okay, Ben. Oh. ben do you have to, Ben has to grab sandwiches? No, it's fine. Uh, yeah, well, actually, Diana, I, I have um, a sandwich if you want a sandwich. Uh, as you may know, we have a regular segment on the show called The Burger Report. Oh, great. Uh, Do you have a hamburger? We try to find famos uh, and give them burgers. Uh, Diana, I bought uh, 10 cheeseburgers here today. Oh, my God. Um, because I figure, like, we're at the party space. <laughs> there are going to be a lot of... Tons of famos here. A-listers yeah. here. So, yeah, if you want to... Yeah, please. You just have to eat them in front of us right now so we can... <laughs> Yeah. Um, Could you eat on mic, though, get... actually? Yeah. Yeah, get in here. Okay, so this is... Wait. Diana, I'm Diana sorry, Kolsky. Griffin. Don't yeah. you have to eat the burger, too? Hey, guys. Or is it just that you see someone eating a burger? I think you just have to see someone eating okay. a burger. Okay. okay, so Dana Kolsky is here on mic, host of Menage a Trois Radio on the UCB Network. Um, thank you so much for the burger of and for the shout-out. I was... Uh, I was uh, gesturing about some sandwiches, but now I'm going to just get into a burger. A hamburger sandwich, yeah. Okay, here I go. Okay. Get in there. Wow. Oh, my wow. God. Oh, yeah. You can really hear oh it. Look God. at that. You can really hear it. That's incredible. This is great Crowd for podcast. This is great yeah. podcasting. Everyone's really into this. <laughs> it's dry. It's dry on my tongue. Yeah, no, I think that's, I think that's the burger's dry. Just, I think just for the, you get for the, the listener at uh, home, this is a cheap burger that yeah. Griffin is uh, Yeah, I got for. $10 $1 cheeseburgers. <laughs> At McDonald's. Um, yeah. Okay, wow. So that's our first burger report. And Ben, producer Ben, has his arm around Diana Kolsky. This is an amazing moment, everyone. This is our first live Thank burger you, Diana. report. Okay, great. Fantastic. Thank you. Um, okay, so uh, 2002, Kate Beckinsale has, has, you know, the attention of Hollywood. Sure. She hasn't yeah. found her franchise yet. Yeah. You know, she hasn't found her purchase within the lands of Underworld. Yeah. <laughs> And so, and Bloom is like, I mean, he's... He's in the point, middle of, uh, yeah, Lord huge. of the Rings, right? Oh, oh, my God. Wait, we got... Alan Storzinski, frequent troll of the podcast. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Don't let him skunk us again. Don't, please don't tell me we're going to get st skunked by Storzinski. We're not going to get stunked by Storzinski. I'm drawing a very clear line. Murph Meyer from the, from the Chris Gethard Show, Hello. podcaster, Menage a Trois Radio. If you wouldn't mind getting on mic right now and just eating this yeah, cheeseburger. Just, you got to eat. Uh, hey, Alan, um, if Lover you could do me a favor, uh, we're looking for famous people. <laughs> if you know anyone of note within the party space, could you please refer them over here so they could eat a cheeseburger on mic? Yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> so Murph right now is eating a cheeseburger. You know what? I mean, this is, McDonald's is probably going to give you AIDS, but I'll tell you what. It is still the best cheeseburger for the, for the price. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay, so another round of applause for the second. 
the second burger report on Mike. Uh, Orlando Bloom, 2002, we're, we're in the midpoint, yeah. right, of, of the well, Lord of the Rings trilogy. What month does the Den of Invasion arrive? April. April, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Fellowship already landed yeah. big. Boom. Yeah. The Lost, wave is up. Yeah. Yeah. Lost Best Picture, but people, there's, there's momentum mm -hmm. here, right? He knows he's got two more in the can. <laughs> has, has Elizabethtown come out? No, no and this, this is, I wow. think is interesting. This is the origin wow. story for right? Elizabethtown, right? Wow. Yeah. Because originally Cameron Crowe cast Ashton Kutcher sure. Whoa, really? in Elizabethtown. Yep. And Fired I got, him. I got an anonymous scoop from an actor who worked on Elizabethtown and said they got as far into like doing rehearsals with the cast like a couple weeks out from filming and then we're like, fuck, this is not sustainable. <laughs> like Ashton Kutcher cannot be the lead of a Cameron Crowe movie. <laughs> Was it Alec Baldwin? Uh, I'm, I'll never tell. Who else is in Elizabethtown? <laughs> who else is in Elizabethtown? Um, a lot of people. Um, but uh, do, you, do you have a guess as to who it was? Yeah, come on, take a guess. <laughs> who, is, who is the girl? Who is, uh, Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst. Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dunst. Yeah, it was it not Katie Dunst. Or it, you was pals? Dunst? it was not Dunst. Okay. It, was, it was a character actor. Have you ever met Dunst? No, I haven't. Have you? No, <laughs> no. I'd love would to love to. I, I bet she's great. Can I tell a really sidebar? Can I sidebar yeah, for yeah, a second? Yeah. No, we, 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 we've got too much to get <laughs> no, through. No, we've got time. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll allow a little bit of time to, to talk about this. Uh, my, my best friend in high school for like a year, you know, one of the years of high school, you, you change friends. Teenagers are fickle. I was loyal. By class, yeah. You yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, whoever you're uh, one year, I was, uh, it was like first day back, you know, in the new year to school, and my friend was like, hey, Griffin, uh, do, you like, do you like those Spider-Man movies? And I was like, yeah, you know I like those Spider-Man movies. Yeah. And he was like, you like that, uh, that Kirsten Dunst and those Spider-Man movies? And I was like, yeah, of course I like that Kirsten Dunst and that Spider-Man movie. And he was like, made out with her. And I was like, what no. are you talking about? And he went to some fucking, like, you know, like fucking Paradise Island Paradise. This is your sidebar story? With his family some fr okay, for okay, winter okay. break. Like a while back? This was when we were in high school. He oh. was 15, and Kirsten Dunst was like 23. Oh and she was God. the star of Spider-Man movies. And she was like, you're cute. And got drunk at the bar that night. And at midnight was like, I don't have a midnight kiss. Do you want to make out? And made out with him. I don't believe that story. That's I believe dirt. it 100%. Nope. That's a uh, what a dirt boy. He right? Yeah, he shouldn't be allowed to kiss. He's a dirt boy. Yeah, yeah there's no way. <laughs> He's a fucking dirt boy. Anybody, anybody who makes out with her shouldn't. The type of guy that she makes out with isn't a guy that brags about making out with her, I think. I agree. That yeah. shows me that he wasn't worthy. Yeah. You know? Uh, but Kirsten Dunst, if you want to come and refute that story or, or corroborate it, please uh, feel free to be a guest anytime you want on the podcast. Sure. Um, okay, so the year is 2002. Yeah. Cameron Crowe directs. He's got the Oscar in the hand. Yeah. Beckinsale and Bloom are both stars in flux, right? They're on the rise. They don't know exactly what kind of movie star they're going to be. Yeah. Right? And he smells an invasion in the air, he right? Smells mm -hmm. There's something happening. He feels the, it in the his fingers, The khaki fingers, era's right? out. The denim's Yeah, out. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Khakis are 90s, right? Yeah, they're done. Yes. It's the new millennium. No, it's yeah. a, there's a denim invasion happening. <laughs> I think invasion is a key word because this is an aggressive commercial. This commercial doesn't mm. hold any fucking punches, right? Yeah. So we start off crisp, beautiful black and white. Right? I, I, it's, it's not crit. I watch it on my phone. Yeah, well, you so. watch it on okay. I mean, YouTube, right. 4, okay. 460, 480p or whatever. But uh, it was also, I think, interesting to note, letterboxed. Uh -huh. Like, this is before TVs had become widescreen. So the commercial itself was letterboxed. Like, on the screen, there's like a white letterboxing. Yeah, it's very around. white. This is a yes. white commercial. It's a very white commercial. Yeah. Chris Black it's and White. It's fitting that Cameron Crowe made this, this yeah. commercial. Yes. 100%. And so the first image we see... Orlando Bloom, 
Kate Beckinsale walking. Very like, hot couple. Very hot couple. They're very hot couple. They're, they're almost talk about canoodling this for a little bit. They're yeah. canoodling. They're canoodling. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So first of all, they both look incredibly attractive in this. They do. Yeah. Loose weekend attractive. Yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah. Now like trying to do up like cool loose clothing coming out of brunch like ha 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 isn't that funny? See, we just killed brunch. Let's do it. That's interesting <laughs> yeah. that that's your read cuz my read and I want to discuss this for a little bit. My read was that they were on their way to brunch. Whoa, really? But I yeah. think they're exiting a restaurant. Yeah. Are they not? But I mean it's Los Angeles. Let's do a it's deep like the restaurants dive. all around them. So they might be walking by a restaurant. All right. I thought they were going to Do you think they have a friend who's a chef at one restaurant and they were saying hi to him before going to another restaurant Without for a brunch? Doubt. That's exactly Without what I think that's happening. Okay. That's exactly what I but, but they just had one friend who worked at a restaurant. You're not the two they friends. They didn't have the two friends right. who worked are at a restaurant. Are they the two friends or are they Wait a second. Oh my god. Is this Oh wow. Past guest and Academy Award nominated <laughs> filmmaker George Lucas? <laughs> oh my god. This, oh my god. <laughs> George Lucas. George Lucas, um, hey, you know, we have a, a segment here we do on the podcast. Uh, we've, you know, revamped the podcast a little since you came up, but we have a new segment where, called The Burger Report. We have uh, celebrities eat burgers. Would you mind eating a cheeseburger? Uh, what, what brand is this? Uh, it's a McDonald's cheeseburger. Uh, well, McDonald's is, uh, to the best of my recollection, never done a Star Wars tie-in. Burger King did for the early films. Uh, that, did McDonald's that is, do one? That is incorrect. When I know they? for a fact. When did they do As it? a connoisseur of merchandising. <laughs> yes that McDonald's did a toy campaign for the Clone Wars theatrically released movie. Oh, but that's a, that's a sub-series. You oversaw it. it was I before oversaw it. Your name was on that thing. Your name was all over that thing. I, I don't really regard that. No one thinks that's prime Star Wars. You're not going to eat the burger because nope. they never did a campaign for your main film. I appreciate them doing a sub-series. <laughs> But Burger King was there at the beginning, and then KFC got on board for uh, Phantom Menace. I'd happily eat a, uh, if you Bell? give me some Taco Bell. Yeah. Not, they don't yeah. make burgers. It's the Burger Report. What? Wait, I thought this was a Star Wars. I thought this was a Star Wars podcast. The last time I was on it, this was a Star Wars podcast, and that's why I dropped by. You well, talked yeah. about the Star Wars prequels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I, my assumption was you would never stop. Yeah. I mean, a lot of why people, would you, I think, felt that way. <laughs> why, why? You had such a good run. So many great episodes where you talk about how much fun it was to watch the prequels. That was, I mean, that's a read, I would say, on it. A different uh, read. Dave, back me up here. I know you love the prequels. You loved watching them again and again and again. Dave, your, your take? Oh, no, he's talking to me. Posted, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love the prequels. I mean, you didn't think, though, that when we recorded like our 40th episode with you watching Revenge of the Sith that things were wrapping up? No, I felt like things were just getting started. Time for... <laughs> Those, the prequels are more fun on the re-re-rewatch. But what's your take on the we prequels? Did, we rewatched each um, one ten times. Yeah. Weigh in on the prequels. Uh, wasn't wasn't a huge fan of, of the prequels. Okay. Um, but more, you were a fan though. You just uh, you you said you weren't a huge fan of them, but you are. That implies that you were a fan, but not a huge fan. <laughs> I was. I, I no. I guess I was. I was a, below a fan. Well, them. why would you word it that way? It really sounded like <laughs> you were a fan. I just want to know for well, the I'm listeners, just being, I'm just George being... still has the burger unopened in his yeah, hand. He's yeah. it. I'm not taking it back from you because I think... Misa, I don't want to eat this. Okay. Well, <laughs> George, we did, we did a long run. We did like nine months just talking about nine your Nine months movies. isn't even a year. Well, it's almost a That's year. not even as long as droids ran. We did, we did like like 40 episodes, and then we decided, you know, that it was time to, to move on. So what's this podcast now? It's about Cameron Crowe. 
Cameron Crowe. Yeah, we're trying to do like other important filmmakers. So we did uh, M Night Shyamalan, and then we did Wachowskis, and now we're doing we're doing Cameron Crowe. We're talking about did, a gap. M Night did a draft of Crystal Skull. Cameron Crowe did true? a draft. No, of, M Night. Oh, M Night did a draft of Crystal Skull. Yeah. How was it? Twisty. <laughs> <laughs> we would have had to rename it Twist Twistle Skull. <laughs> Did you, did you ever work with Cameron Crowe? Was there ever any overlap uh, there in any sort of way? Oh, I mean, you'll have to forgive me. I'm 71 years old. Um, <laughs> did I ever work with Cameron Crowe? The brain What's wheels the, are turning, people. We can see it happening. I mean, I know that there was no project on record that you worked on with him. I'm wondering if there was any undeveloped, developed but unproduced yeah, kind did of... Did he, like, take a pass at droids, maybe? I don't know. Yes, the droids animated series. I'm trying to think... There has to be a connection. There has. So let me go through. So Cameron Crowe, he wrote. What was his connection to Fast Times? He wrote Fast Times. He wrote Fast Times. Yeah. Uh, then what? Then Sing Sniglets. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned Sniglets. Say, say anything. Then singles. Then uh, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Uh, almost famous. Then Denim Invasion. The 2000. Show me the mo show me the money is based on me. That's how is show me the money based on you? Because I have a lot of money. Well, that's not. <laughs> By that count, you can take credit for anything related to the economy. Okay. Was, it, was the Brexit, uh, you know, a reference to you? Yeah. Brexit's a reference. Bre the B-R-E-X-I-T is a droid. B-R-E-X-I-T. The Brexit droid? And those, Brexit those films did shoot in England. Those films did shoot in England. Yeah, so it directly affected the Brexit. You if I... I'll say this, I'll go on record, maybe if I hadn't made all the Star Wars movies in England, there would have been no Brexit. So you think... In a world where the, none of the Star Wars movies were filmed in England, yeah. so many things would have changed that there's no way we would have arrived at the Brexit. Well, at me, least it would have happened on a different day, give me that. Do you let think me, the world would be better or worse? I don't know, I mean, who knows? All right, fair it enough. would have George changed, Lucas, but it would have been gentlemen. such a profound change. Let me ask you this, so you did the... the uh, the uh, sequel trilogy of uh, uh, Star Wars films, the um, uh, you know Star Wars, uh, Empire Strikes Back, mm -hmm. the Jedi, all filmed in England. Yeah. And then when you did your original trilogy, of yeah. course, which started with The Phantom Menace, yes. the first film, that was uh, shot in, in England, but then uh, you moved to Australia. the clones, Revenge of the Sith, were both shot in Sydney, Australia. Yeah. Did you sort of have a sense of what was happening? Did you feel like the Brexit was going to happen? Yeah, or that, was the, that was the original Brexit. I thought, I'm, I'm going to Brexit this. <laughs> oh, so I you... thought of the Cameron Crowe connection. The first draft of Vanilla Sky was called Vanilla Skywalker. Great. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <Right. laughs> Lucasfilm's, Lucasfilm's lawyers, I had my lawyers swoop in and say, knock it off. Jo Wait, Griffin, we have to, I mean... We're talking about the denim invasion. Yeah, have you seen This is a denim fan right here. Yeah, you George wear Lucas. a lot of denim. I yeah. love it. Have you seen the denim invasion? What's the denim invasion? It was a 30-second Gap commercial that Cameron Crowe directed in 2002, and we're spending our entire podcast talking about it today. Uh, and what happens in... Oh, yeah, 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 yes, of course. Yeah, a second burger from Irv Meyer. What happened? Dana Kolsky and, and Chris Gethard Show, uh, writer, consultant, creative producer, uh, by legal terms, Will Miles, eating All a right. burger. Will, I just downloaded your uh, comedy album onto my iPod. Nice. Nice. George Lucas downloaded Will Miles. Yeah, we got it. We got it. We, know, we all know who you are. He's seeing you. He knows that you're George Lucas. It's very visually apparent. I have uh, over 200 songs on my iPod. Yeah, I know. I, I saw Strange Magic. Thank you. You're the only one. <laughs> Who here oh. saw Strange Magic? Ah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't care for it. 
Did you see it, Murph Meyer? You saw Strange Magic? Murph is saying off mic that he didn't care for it with a mouthful of burger. I also on mic want to thank you guys for bringing cheeseburgers. Oh, of course, yeah, no, we got it. Thank it's you, all David. Griffin. Yeah. And thank you, Griffin. Yeah, of course, yeah. And John Drobich, what the hell? I'll thank you. Hey. Yeah, yeah. John's John a, Trobridge, uh, yeah. not a huge fan, but is a fan of the Star Wars prequels. Below fan, below fan. Yeah. Below Star fan. So what is the new level fan. of fandom? Is it below a fan. below fan? Still a fan though. Can we can we get back to talking about the work at hand? Because we do we I mean we're way yeah behind. come on we we're getting a, real sidetracked on the denim We've invasion. We've only gotten to the setup, which is that they're walking <laughs> either in or out of brunch. Okay, so denim invasion. Yeah, it's a, oh sorry. So, apparently we're not tell allowed. Tell me to, the tell me the burgers in this area. Of food. So I'm allowed to hand out burgers, but then they can't be eaten in this area. So George, maybe you made a good choice. Yeah, because I want to be a guest for a few more minutes. Okay. Uh, what what happens in the denim invasion? Give me the give me the rundown. Okay. I'm great with story. I'm great with storytelling, so I can maybe tell you how I would do it. A lot happens. So it's black and white imagery, right? Great. And we start out, we see a beautiful couple played by Kate Beckinsale and Orlando uh, Bloom. Mm. Uh, I almost said Orlando Jones, which would be an interesting take <laughs> on that, this. That would have been, yeah. been better, honestly. Jones. Yeah. yeah, or Osmosis Jones would also be good. He would have <laughs> been good in this. And uh, the two of them are walking either in or out of brunch. We can't tell, but they're definitely like, it feels like it was like a morning in, you know? Yeah. It, yeah, okay, so you think it's a late brunch? Is that what you're saying? Okay, yeah, I think it's a late brunch. I think they woke up. I think they woke up. I think they had sex. No question. I think they went to oh, brunch. They are the, the afterglow is is present. Yeah. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think th they both came, and then I think they, <laughs> I think and, then, so, and then they went to brunch. And if I could even go go back a step, I think they woke up, did some hand stuff. Whoa. And we're like, we're just going to do a little hand Griffin's stuff. Griffin's reading this off a piece of paper. It's weird. <laughs> I think they went, we're just going to do a little hand stuff, not time for full sex. And then once the hands were moving, they were like, I don't know, let's like go the full distance. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. they both came a bunch. I think you're totally yeah, correct think, yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no I, think, I think they came at the same time, because I, the energy I get Whoa, from the really? top of this commercial was that was the first time that happened. So that's why they're grinning? You don't think they're grinning because the, the, of the sense. denim invasion that's coming? Well, I don't think they know it's coming yet. Okay, okay. This is before the thing But they the are wearing shot. denim. What? We just got an emergency alert. Uh, oh no, it's the denim invasion. <laughs> oh no. Rip off your khakis. Do we know what this is? It's a fire alarm. It's a fire oh great. Alarm. That's oh, yeah, it's just a Oh perfect. That is the noise that the B-R-E-X-I-T makes when attacking. Can you remind me when the B-R-E-X-E-T appears in the films? Yeah. Uh, when uh, Grand Marf Tarkin leaves the room, you'll notice a little droid that is walking around. That's, and that's, that's, that's the B-R-E-X-I-T. Getting the all clear that it's fine to keep recording. But if there is a fire, Ben, you have to go first and get this audio onto the internet as quickly yeah. as possible. Oh, sure. Okay, yeah. good. We, we want the audio crisp, but not burned to a crisp, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's got to be clean, baby. I'm willing to die if this podcast survives, because yeah, I think this is our best episode. We, right. <laughs> if, if we, I think if we perish, this needs to be this needs to be put out in the world. This is what I want. I don't want my yeah, This parents, is our last will and testament. I want my yeah. family to know that I die doing what I loved. All right, and so what go back to uh, uh, you know hand stuff. And, oh right, uh, so yeah, the hand sure, stuff. Yeah. They both came a bunch, and they're this is. I mean, this is I think a real Cameron Crowe touch. Ooh, different, is, different, different tone. Thumbs yeah. up. Different tone. Thumbs different. up. So he wants to show physical intimacy, right, and love. Sure. And a, a, a hack, a hack filmmaker would just go, holding hands, right? Holding hands, something basic like that. Someone else might do like PDA, like they're fully making out. Sure. Yep. And Cameron Crowe, the blocking of the scene, the physicality, they're like fully entangled in each other. Yeah, yeah, and like, because it's so white, it's like they have one body. It's yes. like they're Siamese people. Yeah, because let's yeah. say this, they're both wearing denim blue jeans and white t-shirts, I believe. 
Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, and In so anticipation of the denim invasion. So they have their arms like around each other like this, like almost like they're slow dancing, but they're moving forward mm -hmm. in yeah. space. And the, and, the, and the song starts up. Ben, do you have the song here? You were playing it earlier. Ben is snapping into action. Yeah, Ben. ben. <laughs> Dave, while he's, while he's getting the audio ready, can I ask, you said Siamese people. Is that, are they similar to Nemoidians? Uh, yeah, yeah, very similar. Yeah, why would you even make that comparison yourself? Why would, you, why would you draw that line? I'm just asking. I'm curious. But you in the past have argued that the Griffin, Nemoidians are... you've gotten are, so many fights with him about this. I, so. I know. I just, I just, I want to, because I feel like half the time... You try to skirt any responsibility. Oh, here, here's the song. Here's the song. Come on, let the song wash over you. <laughs> right? Okay, so the opening yeah. lines of this, Field of My Fingers, Do we have the rights toes. to this? <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay? So that you see them, and they feel it in their fingers. They feel it in their toes, you sure. know? The first time I heard this song, it was actually the... Uh, it was the remake of it in Love, in Love Actually. Yeah. With uh, oh, yeah, Feeling All... Christmas is all around me. So I... That's the original to me, <laughs> and this is by by Bill Nye's character. And this Nye's is like whatever. This is fucking the, uh, derivative of that joke. Huh? Sure, but by Bill Nye's character. Yeah, yes, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. I forget that's, what his name is. That sounds weird to do a bit where you pretend that an earlier thing didn't exist to only <laughs> acknowledge the existence of a later thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's the same thing with the uh, same thing happened to me with Out Cold. You know that Zach Galifianakis snore, snore, yes. uh, yeah, yeah, snowboarding yeah. movie, which is, which is pretty much just Casablanca, which I saw <laughs> after Casablanca. <laughs> And so then I saw that, and then I saw Casablanca, and I'm like, that's just fucking Al Cold. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Okay, Al Cold ripoff. It <laughs> yeah. is worth noting that this commercial did uh, air uh, a year and a half before Love Actually came out. Sure. So Love Actually might be kind of paying homage, tipping no, well, its hat to the denim invasion. Not to be no. too nerdy, but, you know, Wet, Wet, Wet covered this song, and it was featured in Four Weddings and a Funeral, I believe. The Richard Curtis joint. So. so there's a line there. There's yeah. definitely a line there where it fits in to the chronology. And yep. um, and they're yeah, so they're entangled. They feel it in their fingers. They feel it in their toes. Yep. And at first we read, don't see their toes, but no. it's implied. Yeah, right. That's that's interesting because they do frame them sort of cowboy style, like just sort of like a little bit. You get a little bit of the crotch because you need to see that they're wearing the jeans. Yeah. George Lucas is still here, by the way. Yeah, Academy Award nominated filmmaker George Lucas is still on the podcast. That's right. <laughs> All right, carry on, carry on. Um, so you don't see their toes, but it's sort of the magic of cinema that, like, they let yeah. you assume that the toes are there. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of implied. I'm glad I brought this up. Yeah, yeah. based on sort of your knowledge of what a human body usually looks like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in filmmaking, one of the rules is show, don't tell. But sometimes yes. another rule is sometimes you don't even have to show. No. No, sometimes you just do. Yeah, you just know. You don't, they, he didn't show that there were toes. Yeah. But he did tell through the song yeah. that there were toes. It's no, don't tell. Yeah. They no, trust that the audience just knows. No, don't tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like the way you're saying it, it sounds like don't tell. No, show, don't tell. But if don't show, then no, don't tell. <laughs> that's the, that's right. what... You know, the public version, it gets shortened, but that's what real filmmakers and storytellers say, is we say, show, don't tell, no, unless no, then show, and don't show, no, don't tell. And that's written on the side of the USC film building. That's right, right. Yeah. that's right. Um, so, okay, so now it's, it's, it's starting up, right? They got yeah. the feeling, and you think, I think at first read when you're watching the commercial for the first time, because we all watched it at least two times. I watched about ten. Griffin told yeah. me to watch it at least two times. You got to watch it at least two, because the first time it doesn't really make sense. <laughs> yeah. um, and then the second time it really clicks. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. it's like it's sort of like Sixth Sense, where like you need to know the ending. Yeah, you, get, you gotta to have the logic that. of right. it, yeah, yeah, yeah mapped yeah. out. Yeah. So when I hear the first time, feeling my fingers, feeling my toes, I'm like, love. They feel love. They're in love. They just came together. Sure. Do you know. Actually, now that now that I think about it, I don't think they fucked. I don't think they fucked before the thing. Uh, this really? is a twist. I don't think I don't think they fucked because I think they woke up. I think they did some a light hand stuff. Okay, you do agree bed. on the hand I do, stuff. I do. I do <laughs> yeah. believe on the hand stuff. Yeah. But then I think they were like, oh fuck. Like someone saw the time and was like, "Shit, we gotta go." We to gotta go brunch. say hi go to our friend, the chef. We gotta and go then see go our to friend, the chef. Right. And then they and then they paused the Do sex. Think, like, they paused like the sexual activity. Right. Because like I feel like if you fucked and then you went to go eat, you wouldn't need to like hold them on the street. You know, you wouldn't like feel the thrust. Oh, the you're thrust, saying it's oh, so I like to, that. To like hold them and like squeeze them on the street, you'd be, you'd be like, "Well, we fucked already. Yeah. Let's just walk across the street to this place." But if you if you You're like, a body language doctor, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Just yeah, sure. to mention I write for, I, I write body language posts for the Huffington Post. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. Um, but yeah, I, and so I think if you if you're like, uh oh, well, we're gonna fuck later, then that's like a fun thing that you have in your head, you know. And then you squeeze As them. You, on, you, you squeeze them on the street to be like, I'm squeezing you this tight now, but when I fuck you later. That's fascinating. <laughs> you know, yeah, and I that's like that's gonna be much better. I like that you said paused rather than stop the sexual activity because there's yeah. this promise of like we're gonna pick it up. Yeah. But they we, they gotta get to brunch. They overslept. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you think we we establish, of course, that they they are going into a brunch place that they're not eating at to say hi to their one friend who is the chef? Yes. that's our working theory. Yeah, right, right yeah. now. But do you think at the brunch that they're eventually trying to get to, they are meeting friends there? Because I think that really could ch- change the way you view what happens in the rest of this commercial. Well, why not? Well, it looks ahead. like yeah. I think I'd say they're I'd say they're meeting friends because okay. they, yeah. they look like they dressed well enough to impress somebody. Well, they're wearing Gap. They're wearing their they're Gap. Wearing Gap. They're wearing loose yeah. Gap. Yeah, they're the wearing loose invasion. Gap. David, do you? Have I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of like so Beckinsale could be meeting. I'm trying to think of Cameron Crowe people they could be meeting. Like Beckinsale could be meeting John Cusack. Oh, interesting. You're saying Who's are they Bloom meeting people meeting? from the Crowverse? Who was Bloom in a movie with who was in a, John, in a Cameron Crowe movie? Well, he was in Elizabethtown. I mean, well, no, but he was meeting later. his own that's future later. character. Other than that, uh, 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 well, he's in, he was in uh, Elizabethtown with Alec Baldwin, who's in Aloha. <laughs> no, this is yeah. no good. All right, moving on, moving on. <laughs> uh, Depp was never, Keira Knightley was never... None of the Lord of the Rings people were ever in a crow movie, right? I don't think Liv so. Tyler no. feels like she would have been uh, in a crow Kate, movie. Kate Hudson, maybe? Uh, Kate Hudson was never in a crow. Oh, no, it's in Almost Famous. Almost Famous. Famous. So what yeah. was the film that he was in with her? Um, Let's just say they're meeting up. Okay. Yeah. okay. It's going to be Hudson, Beckinsale, Cusack, Bloom. Right. That's, right. The, that's the brunch date. Right. Okay. Uh, Lloyd Dobler. Yeah, in, car- in character. <laughs> in yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're meeting Lloyd Dobler Penny and, Lane. and Jerry Mags and yeah. Penny Lane. Right, <laughs> Jerry. Mags. Jer- I mean Jerry Mags. Yeah, he's uh, showing them the brunch, uh, and so they get they they're they're walking down the street. They start to feel it. They look at each other and they have this sort of like, I don't know, should we kind of look like they have this yeah. weird kind of knowing like, are we? Is that like, are we freaks? Like, is it? <laughs> yeah. Should we do this? Yeah. And they sort of nod to each other and they start like, running. They, they start st- booking it. They start booking it. It's not even yeah. like a transition from like. Strolling, because they're not walking; they're strolling, right? Casually. <laughs> yeah. And they don't do like a soft transition to like, oh, let's power walk, let's jog, let's run. They start. Booking. You know how you transition from yeah. power walking to jogging to running? Yeah. Yeah, we all transition. 
Uh, and uh, don't be transphobic here, David. We all transition from okay. power walking to running. Fair enough. Um, and, uh, and, and so they ben start... Ben didn't like that. Ben hated it. Uh, negative five comedy points. They, start, <laughs> good, they good. start running full speed, and you're like, sort of, what's going on here? Why are they running? Are they that late for brunch? But they're like smiling as they're doing it, but they're still holding each other, right? Yeah. Maybe not as closely now because that would limit mobility, but they're still like holding each other <laughs> tightly. And then you notice in the background... Yeah. Everyone's fucking running. Not only that, they're all wearing the same clothes. They're all wearing gap yeah. denim. Oh, it's, all not, wearing it's like gap an attack of the clones. Yeah. Well, I mean... Thank you. George Lucas is still on this podcast. Yeah, George Lucas is still on this podcast. I just watched the commercial on my, on my uh, cellular telephone. So tell us what you thought of it, George. Well, the, it looks to me like a classic Star Wars homage. Uh, it looks like they're referencing one of the classic lines I use. I, I, it's either some version of this in almost all my movies where people say, we got to get out of here. <laughs> uh, it happens all the time. You'll notice people say, we got to get out of here. And this is a commercial where everybody says it at once. we got to get out of here. And then so, they do it. So you view this commercial as, as having a sense of threat to You have it. a clone <laughs> army. Yeah. And they all got to get out of here. So you think there's... It's a Star Wars double play. Yeah, it's a double play. <laughs> So you think there is a clone army? You think a clone army dressed in what you said my trademark denim outfit? Yeah. And they all say, and they all basically say with their actions, as in show don't tell. Right. We gotta get out of here. And you're telling me that isn't one, two, three Star Wars, Lucas? George, were you offended that Cameron didn't come to you for you know consult you on this? No, work? people are, look. Am I offended? Look, I've been more offended if he paid me five billion dollars to ruin my life. You know. <laughs> Okay. That's George, what that's what Disney did. Yeah, I know. You you know, we've had you on the podcast a number of times now and every time you keep on talking about um, how how wounded you feel by the Disney deal and then when I press you on it you deny sort of feeling bad about it. Uh, they're great people and they ruined it. <laughs> what did they ruin? Star Wars and everything. They ruined everything. I mean, They're, how did you? I don't think we we haven't had you on the show since the Force true. Awakens. Since came Force Awakens out. came Look, out, I, because that's the thing. You know, I kept my mouth shut. I was classy up until right before the movie release when I compared Disney to white slavers. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. And uh, which is a real thing you said, not on this podcast. It's a real thing I said. I said, thing. It to, I said it to Charlie Rose. I said <laughs> that selling Star Wars to Disney was like selling your child to white slavers. Yeah. And I said this knowing that uh, people would hear it publicly. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Was, it was in front of a camera, a television camera. Yeah, in front camera. of a camera. And, and I intentionally waited until a month before the release because I'm a class act. <laughs> through so, through. So did you see the movie after that? Yeah. What, what were your thoughts on The Force Awakens? Uh, I thought it looked like uh, I couldn't see th through all my tears. It was hard to see. Because the film emotionally sort of overtook you, you were caught yeah, it's with a good, story. Yeah, it's a good emotional movie. Yeah, I definitely the tears going. A few scenes. Yeah. Well, I wanted to make a Star Wars. You know, the thing is, like, when you see a commercial, to bring us back to Denim Revolution, uh, invasion, uh, invasion, Force yeah, Awakens, yeah. Denim, yeah. Denim Revolution, or what they yeah, were. No, Denim yeah. Invasion. Yeah. Which is better? Denim, Denim Invasion is better than okay. Force, <laughs> Awakens. Force Awakens. Yeah. Honestly, if you're looking for a movie recommendation and someone says to you. Uh, see Star Wars episode fa phony The Force Awakens uh, I hope you have a better friend with good taste who says no watch the, the denim invasion a hundred times instead <laughs> because a hundred times would be 50 minutes that's a brisk film yeah that's still one yeah. third of The Force Awakens <laughs> essentially well then watch it a hundred more times then you got a feature 
can, can you explain to me what you what you dislike so strongly about The Force Awakens? Never. It didn't, none of it happened. What do you mean none of it happened? It did happen. They made the movie. Anybody can just make up a Star Wars story. I wanted to tell you what really happened to these characters, and none of that... None of that happened. By what metric are these things real? You made up a bunch of stories. So you, he was I'm a storyteller. Yes, so is J.J. Abrams. No, he's uh, something else. But when you're saying what really happened, in your mind, what really happened? What would episode seven be? What really happened? Le- a Force Awakens is not what really happened. Legally, I can't tell you. That's part of my curse and my shame, is that I accepted billions of dollars, billions of dollars to keep silent to keep the truth from people. I wish I could tell you, I'll tell you this, Han Solo doesn't die, he lives forever. In your, in your episode seven, it yeah. is revealed that Han Solo <laughs> is, is immortal. immortal? Yeah, he lives forever, he gets uh, hit by a force blast. I shouldn't even tell you this, he gets hit by a blast of the pure force, makes him a, a forever angel of life. And He's a forever angel of life. Look, I don't care. Disney can sue me. This is what happens. Harrison Ford would really love to sink his teeth into. Definitely. Yeah. 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 He's it, definitely a guy who seems to have a lust for life. <laughs> would, yeah. you, would, you, would you rather? Yeah, no. The, you see his earring shines. and it, So you yeah. would have him wear the earring. Sure. Yeah. 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 Would Calista Flockhart be in, the, in your sequels? Yeah, and yeah, that okay. dancing okay. baby would be in it. The dancing baby from Ally McBeal. Yeah, the dancing baby. Because that baby was pure CGI, just like Jar Jar. Uh, so that was, would, when I saw the dancing baby on Automobile, that's when I knew I gotta put one of these phony characters in my movie, <laughs> and it's gonna be hilarious, just like Alan McBeal. So uh, I just wanna be clear about this. This is yeah. the chain. In your Star Wars films, there was a character, Han Solo, who was played by Harrison Ford. Yeah. Because of that, yeah. ergo, in your seventh film, hypothetically, yeah. Han Solo, the character, would wear the earring that Harrison Ford, the actor in yeah. real life, wears. That's right. Because honestly. I, if you want to see a Star Wars movie with the number seven in it, you'd be better off seeing Six Days, Seven Nights, where he wears that earring, than you would be seeing, because that's more of a Han Solo movie. Let me tell you something. I didn't make three Star Wars movies, <laughs> two Ewok movies, and many more Star Wars-related things, including that Clone Wars thing you talked about. Yeah, you just were a big fan teen- of that. I don't want your dismissive. You just disowned that. That was like your baby. I, just to have some teenager sucker stab his daddy, because that's what happened. He got killed by a teenager, a moody... Teenager. I think Adam Driver's been in his early twenties. Imagine, imagine sitting through Return of the Jedi, and at the end of the movie, turning to your friends and saying, "Hey, guess what? I bet some teenager tricks him into a a, a getting stabbed through the front." (laughs) I bet that's how this ends. Your friends would say you're dumb. Okay, as opposed to a film in which uh, Han Solo wears the earring that Harrison Ford wears in real life. Yeah. Ergo, Calista Flockhart, his real-life wife, would play a character. Ergo, the dancing baby from Ally McBeal, a show she was on previously, yeah. as an actress, not a character, <laughs> yeah. would be in the film. And how would that end? I'm not going to give away the ending. What if someday I buy the rights back from Disney and redo all this? That's your plan. Maybe, maybe. Are you gonna? Get, are you flipping houses right now with your five billion? Is that how you're gonna get the money? Maybe I, if I need to, I, maybe I flip Skywalker Ranch. I flip it. Uh, Do you have any bidders right now? Is anybody on deck? No, no bidders on deck right now. But it's a great place. We have our own fire department. That's a big selling point. Like you don't get a lot of like a lot of times people are like, does it have three bathrooms? I'm like, yeah. It's also got its own fire department. It has you know? stained glass by Marshall Lucas. Yeah, built by the man who, uh, right, who by, cuckolded right. yeah. me. That's true fact. Yeah. The stained glass was installed by a man who cuckolded me. Oh, I know. I've talked about it a lot on this podcast, much to David's Why do I keep that stained glass up? That's That's a question I'll never answer. Why (laughs) would you, if a man cuckolded you, 
Would you keep up the stained glass that he built for your house? That, no. I mean, that was that's the $5 billion question, I yeah. would say, because not only was it the man who cuckolded you, but that's how they met. Yeah. And she left immediately after the stained glass was gone. Yeah, that's right. Like, that symbolizes that moment in your life where everything you fell apart. To have a, you seem to have an issue with the idea that Han Solo would wear an earring, but I gave Anakin a rat tail. Yeah, but Hayden Christensen, did he have a rat tail in real life? No, that was a CGI rat tail. Well, that's my point. My, my issue isn't with wearing the earring. I think you're blurring Griffin, these Griffin, lines. you're getting sucked into another debate with George Lucas on the yet another live it's episode. It's hard not to. Yeah, ben. <laughs> we got five minutes of... Oh, shit. Right, okay. no, well, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave now. I'm going to leave now, but I wish you the best. I really do think the Congratulations on... Denim Invasion podcast. <laughs> Thank you. So yes. all the remaining episodes are going to be about Denim Invasion? No, it's about right. other Cameron Crowe films. We're going to go through all of Cameron Crowe's Can Crow's I recommend, film. please, if you're not going to do about Star Wars, make every episode of this podcast about Denim Invasion? Why would we do that? What? That's, that's a fool's... Because George Lucas asked you. I mean, I asked so nicely just now. Okay, I'll consider yeah, it. It's, on, it's under consideration. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. We can discuss. Oh, you sound like Disney executives. Do you want to take a burger with you as you go? What kind of burgers do you have? McDonald's burgers. You had a cheeseburger. There are other kinds. What do you have, a Big Mac? No, it's just I like, got the basic like $1 cheeseburger. No, no thanks. <laughs> okay. George Lucas, everybody. He could buy $5 billion of those burgers. Hey, thank you, thank you, George. Georgie Porgy Lucas, our little our wow. little baby boy. Um, so this denim invasion. Yeah. So let's get back. We got a lot to cover still in the commercial. Somehow we yeah. still didn't get to the end of a thirty second commercial. <laughs> I told you we don't usually. Forty five minutes is a constraint on us. I walked right. in oh. and Ben said, "What are we gonna do?" And I said, "I think we're gonna talk about the commercial for forty five minutes." hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Okay. So the commercial yeah. ends with. Yeah. Where'd we leave it off? They were running with many they people just dressed in denim. Yes, and they were about to start running. I mean, possibly. We got and the, the, the trogs oh, are yeah. on the, now, you know. An element, I think, that on you the soundtrack. Yeah. glossed over, Griffin, is that they were, they're holding each other, and then they start to, like, walk a little faster, but then they look behind them sure. yes. and see the mob of uh, models. Clones. Clones. Great Probably. Clones, yeah. model clones, chasing after them. And yeah. then that's what makes them run faster and faster and faster and faster. But it's unclear, I mean, um, I think it's very unclear as to whether they're running with or running away from. Yeah, is it supposed to be a hard day's night thing? Are they being chased? Well, and it's also... Were they being chased by them before and they ran into the restaurant to hide from them, but maybe? now they've been rumbled again? And also, the, I mean, the title of the commercial is Denim Invasion, and yeah. here's a real director's flourish. The commercial starts with a title card. It does. And that's not yeah. the YouTube, like, upload, like, he put a title card on it. The, the, the and Cameron Crowe uploaded this personally yes, to YouTube. Yes, this is on his <laughs> personal YouTube account. Let's right. point that, that out. That is true. Yeah. The commercial starts with, over the image, a superimposed title that says Denim Invasion. So very few commercials let you know what the title is, so you have a sense of sort of foreboding dread. Sure. And it's like, are they leading the invasion, you know? Right. Are Have they, they the become it, these yeah. de facto revolutionaries? Oh, that's interesting. And greatness has been thrusted upon them, whereas they didn't want it before. Right. That's nuts. Is, is this commercial about Orlando Bloom and Kate Beckinsale, the actors, yeah. who are now getting caught by fans, having a secret affair, or mm. do they just play two fictional characters who are being chased by an ominous group of beautiful people wearing denim for, for unknown reasons? It's ambiguous. I, I, I like to think that they woke up and they sort of felt like the two of them were, you know, they sort of felt like outsiders. Do you and think that they felt they, it in like their fingers? It all. 
And then this group of people made them their leader. And at first they're like, I don't know what to do with this responsibility. I don't know anything about the denim invasion. I don't know. I, I guess I think things are fine, but maybe they're not. And now they have to lead this entire revolution across the whole world. Well, they felt it in their fingers and in their toes. That's how a revolution starts. You get this sort of burning kind of tingling. In the thing. extremities, you're saying. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but I not. also think, I think the key to decoding this commercial is in the, the main you know, thrust of the song when it really kicks in is love is all around us. Yeah. And so they're sort of being like attacked with love. There's the sense of all these people wearing denim has activated their power. Huh, it's almost like watching a Cameron Crowe movie, feeling yeah. attacked by love. Yes, yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely. Good-looking yeah. people being really happy. I'm, let me <laughs> clarify. Good-looking white people oh, being really for happy sure. and madly in love yep. yeah. and just sort of swarming you. This, we should also mention, this commercial is all done in one shot. One take. Yeah. It's one take, and it starts, it feels like they're in a car, but it like moves around different sides of them. I, I, was, I watched it like 10 times, as I said, <laughs> and as far as I could tell, they had a crane on a car. Because the, at the end, it's like an overhead yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it jumps into the air. But it starts it's like at the sort uh, of, Bjork video. It starts at sort of eye level, but at a different perspective. Like, it makes these massive shifts. So you think this is Crow announcing himself as a visual filmmaker? I think so. Yeah, I think this yeah. was his touch of evil moment, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> because he was saying, like, I'm known as a writer. I'm known as an actor. I've got director. my writing Oscar. Editing. But I don't do a lot of flashy camera work. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to move this baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is him entering into De Palma mode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, who do you think shot this? Zygmunt? Yeah, probably. I don't yeah. know. We should, we should figure that out. Yeah. But I also think this commercial was probably prohibitively expensive. <laughs> probably. Yeah. That's, that's my sense of it. Now, when, when Kutcher drops out of Elizabethtown... Four, and they're in a four years later? Three, three yeah. years later? Sure. And it was like, you know, late in the game, they had the rest of the cast set. They were doing rehearsals and everything. What right. are we going to do? He goes, Who, what's the best working relationship I've had? Crow wakes up, Jerry Maguire style, what? covered in sweat. Ugh. He gets to his Mac laptop, his he, power, he power writes book. He yeah. a manifesto. Yeah, he writes a manifesto. Yeah. He finds his manifesto about the denim invasion. Yeah. And he's like, bloom. Bloom. That's what we'll do. It's bloom. It's spring. We've got to bloom these flowers. Do you think Elizabethtown would have worked if it was Bloom and Beckinsale, if he'd gotten them back together? I will say this. They, I don't think so. They, no, you don't think so? I don't think so. Okay. I think I think you, you got to go There's no circumstances under which it could have worked. Like instinctively, I say no, so I have to <laughs> yeah. say that. But uh, no, That was reflexive. <laughs> I almost like puked it into uh, the mic. Absolutely not. Hey, guys. Yeah? Um... Should probably wrap up. Okay. Oh, all right, we're yeah, wrapping I, it up. I, I, I didn't say, win the Hamilton lottery, by the way. I told my Twitter fan oh, I would, I would let you know I'm what happened to me that. in the Hamilton lottery today. I did much, not win the Hamilton lottery. I'm sorry about That's okay. that. How much time do we have? Like, uh, zero I think, like, minutes. Negative minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, okay. I do think they, they had a great chemistry in this video. Sure. I, I wish wanted... they did more work together. I'd love to see them do a film together again. But uh, wait, how does it end? How's it end? We we described the ending. They yeah. are running away from the It goes the to an overhead people. shot, yeah, and they just get sort of swarmed by the crowd. They and then it fades to pure white. Pure white. And then there's this but weird blue Cameron box, Crow. and the, the letters G-A-P appear. I don't know what that means. Which is like, is it the <laughs> gap between, in their relationship? Yeah, there's probably. There's always a gap. That's as what much it means. as you feel like you're in love with someone, there's a gap between you and someone else. Do you have a final take? Do you have any takes on No, on I wanted to ask you guys, say that they didn't have sex, and then they ran, they started the denim revolution, but then they finally got a moment alone with each other. What yeah. do you think? Uh, how do you think 
what, what do you think the sex acts were between the two of them once they got once they got time to have sex after the denim revolution? Uh, I, I think they had like a stomach thing after all that running, <laughs> you don't think and they, they, they weren't up for it, and they had to like wait till tomorrow. I think it was straight up butt fucking. I think they were looking <laughs> yeah, at all I'm these people wearing mine. jeans. Butts yeah. are the thing they're intensified, and I think he was in this crowd looking at all these butts, and he was like, "I gotta fuck a butt." But he, uh, yeah. yeah, well, all right. Well, that's that's our that's okay. our take. That's, that's our, our show. We're that's gonna end episode. right there. Yeah, uh, merchandise spotlight. Uh, uh, Gap is a national jeans. chain. You I'm can wearing go jeans. there and buy denim. Are you wearing jeans? No, uh, you're not. No. I'm wearing like these. Are, I think these might be get, no. They're Uniqlo. I'm wearing like. Uh, We're wearing, you're wearing a green jean. I'm wearing green pants. Green jean. Um, yeah, but go to Gap. They have great merchandise uh, from the <laughs> denim invasion. They're still selling down denim invasion merchandise. Uh, and yeah. and and as always. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. Uh. You know. Just. Fuck a butt. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.